Welcome to Mondays with Melissa. Join us every Monday to talk about health, wellness, mom life, faith, hope, and anything in between. I'm your host, Melissa Rolfs. I'm a holistic health and life coach, and I help women break free from sugar and stress eating so they can be calm, confident, and in control. After my own tumultuous journey with food, sugar, and stress eating, I found freedom, and my heart and my desire is for you to find freedom too. So let's start on the journey. Hello, hello, and welcome to Mondays with Melissa. As always, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for tuning in this week. Today, we are going to dive into the winter blues. And I know this probably sounds strange because I'm a Midwestern girl, like born and raised in Indiana, have lived in several Midwest states over the course of my life, including Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, South Dakota. I think that's it. And now we're in Arizona, Phoenix, via way of Tucson originally, so two cities in Arizona. But I really love the sun. And in fact, today it's overcast, it's cloudy, it's not sunny, it's not warm, it's 54 degrees, and I'm not loving it. And I feel like it's kind of been that way, you know, since Christmas break. We had lots of rain over the break, and it just wasn't my sunny Arizona. And so if you are struggling with the winter blues because you live in the Midwest and you are inundated with snow and cold and a lack of sun, this is for you. I think all of the country has had some interesting weather. Um, so I really want to dive in today to talk about how to meet, how to beat the winter blues. And, you know, I think the goal is to figure out some easy ways to really combat that feeling that we sometimes get when we see the leaves fall off the trees and the sun setting way too early. And we start to pull out the sweaters and the gloves and we know what's coming. As much as I love fall, I always hated it when the leaves would fall. It was just kind of, kind of a downer. So I moved to the desert where I don't have to deal with it. Actually, I do. But anyway, but first, why am I talking about the winter blues? Well, depending on where you live, you know, New York City versus Los Angeles, winter will either be something you dread or something that passes you by without noticing. And even though I am, you know, in the Southwest where it's warm and sunny, I'm noticing. So I, I don't know that that's entirely true <laughs> because sometimes even people who live in warmer states like California and Arizona experience cyclical changes that affect their moods and their disposition. And the extreme form of this is called SAD, which stands for Seasonal Affective Disorder. And it's a cyclical form of depression caused by changes in the circadian rhythm. And our circadian rhythm is a 24-hour cycle that regulates biochemical processes in the body. So for some people, as the hours of daylight decrease in the fall and winter, their circadian rhythm cycle can become disrupted. This is because the hormone melatonin and the neurotransmitter serotonin suddenly drop in the winter. And this causes things like lethargy, depression, irritability, and even weight gain. So I want to give you my top 10 tips for beating the winter blues. And as much as I would love for you to join me in Mostly sunny Arizona. I know that's not realistic. So let me give you some top things that you can do from where you are if moving is not 
on your radar. So take vitamin D3. Now, vitamin D3 is actually not a vitamin. It's a steroid hormone manufactured in the body from direct exposure to sunlight. Now, because sunlight is weak or scarce in some winters, you're going to want to buy vitamin D3 supplements to make up for lost sunlight. Invest in a high-quality light therapy sun lamp. Light therapy sun lamps are often household necessities in states that suffer from lack of winter sunshine like Washington. Be sure to invest in a high-quality sun lamp that you can use throughout the day for 15 minutes at a time. If you don't feel the need to do this because you live in somewhere like Arizona, Florida, California, where it's a little bit more warm, going outside is a great thing to do as well. So just make sure that you're getting outside and you're getting some form of sunlight. The next thing is to happily hibernate. Sometimes it's best just to surrender, to accept winter and take up hibernation like a bear. You can watch movies you've always wanted to see, curl up on the couch with a good book you've been meaning to read, or get cozy by the fire in your woolly socks, drink some warm tea, have, you know, just embrace it. And we kind of did that over our Christmas break with the rain. We stayed in, we watched some movies when it was sunny, we got out and rode our bikes, but we did watch quite a bit of, of movies and it was relaxing. And I feel like it was just kind of a nice break. So I think if you can accept it and kind of make the best of it, that can be really powerful as well. The next thing is to eat warm, nourishing, comfort foods. Use this time to make rich bean soups, hearty squash, and root vegetable stews that you've been wanting to try. This will really nourish and warm your body and spirit. Um, I think a lot of times it's easy to bake. That was always my go-to was I would bake a bread or bake cookies. And you can absolutely do that, but maybe branch out a little bit and do some of those vegetables and soups so that you're getting that nourishment as well. Watch comedy shows and things that make you laugh out loud. Laughter is the best medicine. So maybe download your favorite comedian, watch the show till you are laughing, and maybe invite a friend to go see your favorite comedian live if that's an option as well. Layer up and go for walks outside in the cold, fresh air. Just because it's cold outside doesn't mean you shouldn't be outside. As long as you layer up, you've got, you know, your hats, your jackets, your long johns, even the snow and sleet can be your friend. Take a stroll on a freezing winter evening and return home refreshed. Spend time soaking it up in a hot tub or a sauna. There's nothing that raises your body heat quite like soaking it up in a hot tub or a sauna and just do it weekly throughout the winter. You can't go wrong. And one added tip from this Midwestern girl that hates to be cold, invest in a small space heater. We had a very small one in South Dakota and I would put it in the bathroom after I would get out of my shower or my bath and it just kind of made it a little bit more warm and that air not so brisk when you step out. Find a movement class that makes you sweat. Getting your body moving floods you with feel-good endorphins. So find a high energy dance class like Zumba or African dance, or if you like line dancing or belly dancing or whatever that is, and really kind of get your groove on. And then afterwards, enjoy a cup of hot cocoa afterwards. Maybe go to a local coffee shop and have, you know, a warm drink afterwards with somebody that you met in your class. This is a fun one. Buy some great looking winter outfits so you don't feel frumpy. Take all of your old moth-eaten sweaters to Goodwill and buy yourself some new head-turning winter gear like leggings and boots so you can go out, you can feel confident, you can feel good. I know for me, when I am cold, I want to be comfortable. And so that means pulling out the long sweaters, the hoodies, my snuggie, 
and it's fine for doing things around the house, but I just, I think when you go out, it's fun to dress up. And so if you need some new winter clothes, so you don't feel frumpy, treat yourself. There's some great after Christmas sales right now. Take a vacation somewhere sunny or tropical. If the winter months are just simply unbearable, there's nothing that breaks it up better than a short vacation to a sunny place like Hawaii, Mexico. It'll give you the boost to get through the rest of the winter and even have a little bit of a tan. So these are just some things to consider if you struggle with the winter blues. You know, try one or two of these things. I think there's a lot of things that you could do easily and inexpensively. Um, obviously some things like the vacation and buying new clothes, those will cost money, but there are some things that don't as well. So if finances are tight, consider trying some of the free things. And, you know, maybe you're wondering how will you know which of these tips will work for you? Well, that's a great question. And maybe just start by picking three that jump out at you. Those are the ones that appeal to you the most. So it's a great place to start. And then I would encourage you to take that action a little bit further Schedule a time on your calendar to actually do them starting tomorrow. So if you picked a hot bath, a movement class, and making a nourishing soup, go out today, buy the ingredients for the soup to cook tomorrow, find a class you can start next week, and treat yourself to the local hot tub spa on the weekend, or buy some Epsom salts to enjoy your own bath at home. Once you've done these three, Keep doing them if you enjoy them. And if you don't, ditch them. It's totally okay. And then start adding more from that list. And pretty soon winter will be over and you will be ready to do it again when it comes. So if you are one of those people who are prone to the winter blues and you want to make sure to not fall into that rut this year, maybe you find yourself using food to feel better because it's gloomy and it's dark and it makes you sad and frustrated and you find yourself in the fridge or the pantry, let's chat. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for my feel good without food strategy session where we can talk about ways to make your winter months not only bearable, but also pleasurable and not have you needing to be in front of the pantry or the fridge. I'll help you come up with a plan that feels good in your bones and I can help you implement it and follow through so that you can beat the winter blues this year for real. So until next week, have a good one. I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. Have you ever wondered if part of the reason you're not getting your desired results in life or in your career or with your health and wellness goals, if there's any correlation to trauma being a piece of the puzzle? I know for me, I am a trauma survivor. I was diagnosed with PTSD several years ago and since then have really become fascinated with trauma and how it shows up in our day-to-day lives how it affects us, how it affects our habits. And that's why I'm offering a free online webinar called How Trauma and Triggers Show Up in Our Bodies and Our Lives. This is an opportunity for you to explore the impacts trauma and triggers are having on you, your body, and your life. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you to join us for this upcoming workshop. Can't wait to see you there.